I hit Vancouver in the blazing sun on the 9th of February, 61. And from the 10th of February through till May, it rained and poured all night and day. The more they tried to kick me down, the better I live in this here town. And the more they try to grind you down. Well, welcome back to the 23rd episode of Vancouver Places, where we tell you fun, interesting stories about the city of Vancouver, British Columbia, Canada that you must not miss. This time, we are going to tell you about a very fun or a very interesting place on the beaches. And I'm going to throw over to Graham to start us off on this one. Okay, well, uh, welcome and good evening. Nice to see you uh, both again. I don't know what you're drinking, but I'm on the tail end of something that uh, was white. And uh, from gin? France. No, no, oh. it was not gin. It was it was, it was a nice, uh, cheeky little white wine from, from France. Oh. But we're talking tonight about the Sylvia Hotel and really going to lean on Dave about this because he's he's the real expert on the Sylvia Hotel. And and also I know from our past uh, podcasts, uh, one of the, the, the more popular ones is the one about uh, the cat, the cat Faye. And Dave's got this great story about Mr... What's his name, Mister Goto? Mister Gotago. Mister yeah, Gotago. There, there, there was a cat that um, that came in in the rain to the Sylvia, and uh, the, uh, the they say you got to go, Mister Gotago. <laughs> and the cat they, they they kicked him out. So he just wandered in one day, but then he came back. And then somebody wrote a child's book about the cat, and uh, the, the book is for sale at the little gift shop. It's all illustrated. I think there's actually two or three um, popular children's books about Mister Gotta Go, and it became the hotel's mascot. And it lived for seven or eight years, and you could visit Mr. Gotago, and books were written about him. But that's that's about the least interesting part of the Sylvia. We got we got tons more stuff. Well, you got lots up your sleeve about that. And he's got, you got some family stories, European royalty stories. Yeah, 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 <laughs> yeah. So, um, iconic hotel. I think the nicest, most charming. Yes, there are more luxurious hotels. Yes, there are more expensive hotels, but there are a few hotels that have more history more folklore, more character, and more ivy growing on the side of themselves. Mm, the yeah. And the location, I mean, location's everything, right? There it, is it, it is unbelievable. And, and the book, it's chapter 101 on page 210. And we talk about the gentleman, Abraham Goldstein, who named the building after his eldest daughter, Sylvia. We talk about the cost to build it, a quarter of a million. You can, you can read the story. And uh, we give the history, architecture, talk about Mr. Gotago. And then the last paragraph, we, we want to include something quirky and offbeat that nobody would know. And I talk about a, a Hungarian baroness who stayed there in the 60s and was going to be kicked out of the hotel uh, for throwing grapes off the seventh floor apartment on the people down below. Those Bavarians. Did you say Bavarian? No, no, it's not Bavarian. no. Baroness. A baroness, Hungarian baroness. Hungarian, you combine. I just kind of joined those yeah. those things together. Hungarian fair, baroness and came up with. Yeah, yeah. What is a baroness so, exactly? A baroness is. Um, if, I'll bore you to tears, but um, the Emperor Franz Joseph, who ruled the who ruled the Austro-Hungarian Empire, okay. handed out titles to people. So it would be very much like a knight, a duke, a duchess. So it, gotcha. it, um, it is Hungarian royalty to be a baroness. Yeah. And she just uh, had you're grapes. Probably wondering how, well, she had she had lots of grapes. And some peaches went out of that window too. Room, and I know the exact room. It was oh. room seven twenty-seven. Were you part of this? Is this why you're telling? She was my grandmother. And, oh, okay, there we go. Uh, no, no. So, anyways, long story. And but my grandmother was a Hungarian baroness. She was the baroness uh, Hedvig von Herzl. 
and she lived in New York City, and she came to visit us every summer for 10 or 12 years when I was like five, six, seven, and she always stayed in the same room at the Sylvia Hotel. So my sister and I and my mother, my father died after I was born and my, my grandfather supported our family. But we go down to the Sylvia to pick her up, you know, every afternoon for the whole month of August from the Sylvia. And as she was getting changed in her room, she always had the same room every year, room 727. And after she, she'd go in the bathroom and get changed, my sister and I would run up there. She always had a, a fruit bowl there. And we tossed grapes out the window from room 727, okay? And they sometimes hit people, sometimes they went. My sister, Miriam, hugged a peach out once, which really hurt us. I hate people all the time. So since Miriam looks so cute with that cat photo, and she's really just a peach thrower. <laughs> she's a peach thrower. So I'm going to end the story real quick, because this, this podcast is not about me. But um, one day, you know, we, we'd always do this. We'd go pick her up, go, hi, Granny. And she goes, oh, I'm going to go to the powder room and freshen up. And we're in the seventh floor, which is a really big deal. So we're tossing grapes some people we do it every day like for like three weeks in a row and one day my mom gets a phone call and granny's being kicked out of the hotel because the management <laughs> has gotten complaints from people and she's supporting our family you know so it's like a big deal and my mom looks at me and she says did you have anything to do with this no you know so anyways uh, so i wrote a story about it and uh, my sister mary you both met miriam yeah uh, my sister miriam's 50th birthday i rented room 727 oh okay. wow yeah, because we have such great. neat memories. Did you take some grapes? Yes, and we got a nice big bottle of wine, some fruit to go, and we sat there and tossed grapes on people all night. So I remember the doorman, a, a Japanese man named Manny. I remember the smell of the hotel. I remember racing up the stairs. I remember the room. And so 50 years. So, but the story's not about me. Let's talk about the Sylvia. Okay, that's, that's if you read the, if you read the 111 places, the last paragraph is about this Hungarian baroness. I, I know more about her than anybody um, throwing flying fruit out the window on Guilford Street. But what a what a great hotel the Sylvia is. It's a landmark. It, it is. It's a bygone era. Yeah. Well, you yeah. know, when I, uh, you know, I'm a, I'm a transplant from from Calgary, and uh, you know, after you've put done a couple of winters in Calgary, you sort of long for a nice uh, trip out to Vancouver. And I asked a friend of mine, you know, where would be a good place to stay, and he said you should stay at the Sylvia Hotel. And we did that. We would uh, we would plan to come out in March, typically. Uh, and, you know, you come out in March, you drive through the Rockies, we pull up the Sylvia. And as you say, Dave, that ivy, right? You just, oh, that green ivy. And you know, like, oh, the green ivy. And you can see the tulips are coming up and you're right by the beach. And there's that palm tree that's not too yeah, far from there, too. Yeah. And it's just yeah. so exotic and refreshing. And, and it's an extra sort of taste of spring. For the people who don't know where the Sylvie is, can you guys describe where the Sylvie uh, is? Guilford and Beach Avenue. You know, Be Beach Avenue is go runs into Stanley Park, and it's right on the front of English Bay on the beach. Guilford Street is one of the side streets on the West End. It's the most iconic location, surrounded well, the other by thing, million dollar you, condos. Yeah. Do you know those statues, uh, Mike, of uh, those big the laughing those big men? Laughing men. Yeah. 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 So th that's kind of become a really identifiable uh, landmark. The Sylvie is right there. Yeah, it's, yeah, it's, it's right, right, it's right on English Bay, so, like you were saying. It was like the, the really spot. cool thing about it is most hotels like that end up becoming the Sylvia Marriott, the Sylvia Hyatt, the Sylvia right. Four Seasons, you know, yeah. all the in. But it is an independent hotel. So when you go phone for a reservation, you, you get, you know, more times than not, you'll get the person at the front desk there and you'll talk to them. I don't think it's cheap. I've had friends stay there. It's not like it's a bargain. You got to go there. I mean, it's right up there. 
And like all really hotel, like all really old hotels, you know, the rooms are kind of small. It hasn't got the big gym, hasn't got the pool. It hasn't got the modern amenities that help it compete. But the tradition that it has, the location, and it's just uh, it's just such a cool part of Vancouver. You know what it does have? What? Parking is included. Yes. Wow. Yes. So that is actually a big deal in Vancouver. Especially where they are. That's yeah. tough so, to have. Yeah. Our listeners that that live in Vancouver to our podcast, you know, won't be able to stay there. But if you want to go down and have a lovely brunch, have a meal, have a drink at the bar, you know, parking in the West End is brutal. You just yeah. park down below. There's there's three three floors of underground parking. Yeah. They validate your your card or whatever. It's lovely to sit there. The view you see the English Bay slide, the beach, the sunsets. And it's not a big, it's not a big American chain. It's just the Sylvia yeah. Hotel that has been there since 1913. I was gonna you know? ask how old is it? Yeah, yeah, unbelievable. That's when it opens. And it was constructed in 1912. A Seattle architect named W.P. White put it together for the owner, a guy named um, Abraham Goldstein, who who named it after his own eldest eldest daughter. It cost him a quarter of a million bucks to build it back yeah. then in 1912. Now, can you imagine? The real estate developers that want to get their mitts on that lot and just yeah. blast it and build a 40, 44 condo. Uh-uh. I mean, it's surrounded yeah. by condos. There's no other, there's no other hotels down there. No, it's uh it is it is interesting. So when I used to tour guide through, we would obviously come out of Stanley Park and it was right on Beach Avenue. We pointed out every time. And it is, it's actually an easy building to miss. Like it kind of just blends in. Mm. It's covered in the ivy, but it doesn't stand out. It's not like big and boisterous. It's just kind of a very tame looking hotel yeah. it's well, a secret gem that's what i yeah, would call it that's a a secret gem. Yeah. and the yeah. um the book talks about the type of ivy um uh, here, here's some real trivia if you want to bore somebody to tears at a cocktail party you know you can say do you know what uh, what um species of ivy is covering the silver <laughs> hotel wow that that would bore them to tears but i'm intrigued i am intrigued do tell dave Virginia creeper. That is the, the type of ivy. You know, that was going to be my second guess. But <laughs> I would imagine any type of ivy would um, very over the years kind of probably degrade the concrete or the the building's foundation. You know, I, mean, I don't think ivy is a healthy thing to have your entire building covered by, but it's it makes the building look so quaint just to be covered in ivy in Virginia yeah. creeper. And Dave, because of your history with it, has, has the ivy always been there? Is that a yes. new thing? Okay. Yes. The other um, the other thing is the old you walk into the old elevator, you know, and the thing about buildings is elevators generally stay in the same spot. They're expensive to move. And when you look at the um, the gauge that tells you what floor it's on, it's an old fashioned brass kind of, you know, pointer that goes to floor. It has seven, seven floors. Cool. The, um, there used to be a um, if you look at historical pictures taken in the 40s, 50s and 60s, there used to be a big sign on it called said, that said Dine in the Sky because it was one of the tallest buildings in Vancouver. And on the seventh or eighth floor, they had a, um, a restaurant and it was a big deal to dine in the sky. At the they had, they had, they had yeah. another sign there that said, bring your own grapes. <laughs> UIOG. <laughs> the other UIOG. trick we played on our on our grandmother after she came out of the washer, she put her makeup on and everything, and we got ready to meet my mom downstairs in the car. Is she take the elevator, and Miriam and I would take the um, the stairs, you know, run down all seven of them and hit each elevator button on the way down. Of course, you know, nice. And then she'd get out of the elevator and she'd say, "You know what? 
David, the elevator stopped at every floor, <laughs> but no one was there to get on. And I go, Granny, I can't imagine that happening. How it was Mr. Got to Go. <laughs> so my memories of the Silvio go back to 62, 63, 64, 65. That's awesome. and, now, and then when I rented the room uh, 15 or 20 years ago for my sister's uh, 50th birthday, you know, 18 years ago, I guess. What was yeah. the neighborhood like back then in the 60s, was it? Because obviously- It was always a little bit upscale. Yeah. I mean, it was Denman had uh, Denton's butcher shop and had some wonderful fruit shops where Granny bought the grapes from. She had a seamstress in town that she would, when she came to town, that she would engage that lived around there. The proximity to Stanley Park and downtown make make the West End just a very always upscale neighborhood, you know? Yeah. And this is about the time when we start wrapping things up. So guys, any final thoughts on the Sylvia Hotel? So my final thought would be like, to go out and enjoy the rest of the neighborhood. Of course, there's that uh, uh, terrific sculpture, the 14 uh, cast bronze, uh, amazing laughter sculpture, which is worth seeing. Um, but if you go south, you will see that uh, iconic Nookshook that's in um, English Bay. And you'll also be near the Joe Fortes Fountain, which we'll talk about another time. But Joe Fortes is a big deal in Vancouver. And if you go north... Uh, into Stanley Park, you'll come across the hidden stones that we spoke about in an earlier chapter. So oh, it's a, yeah, it's, true. it's a beautiful place all on its own, but it's also like well located if you want to go out and explore some other things. If you do ever want to go to a place called Hook, it's right down the street. It's a favorite bar of mine, actually. It's right there. there. It's go. right on right on English Bay. It's a beautiful view. So, Dave, any final thoughts on? Well, Sylvia? I forgot any to last... mention that it, that when the guy, um, this gentleman uh, named Abraham Goldstein, uh, originally built, it was going to be an apartment building. And then the plans changed. And uh, now it's surrounded by apartment buildings. And I just encourage Vancouverites to support the place, go there and have dinner, have drinks, have your out-of-town guests stay there. Because I would hate to see the day when you, you're reading the paper that it's either being demolished or that they're going to convert mm. into condos. Yeah. Because it is, a, it is a Vancouver gem, the Sylvia. It's my favorite hotel by a hundred in Vancouver. I just love it. It's it is by place. far probably the most... Uh unique hotel in the city so if you do get a chance head down to the west end head down to english bay check out the sylvia hotel bring your grapes head up to room 727 <laughs> mimic dave and his sister and throw some things down at the tourists down there one day when tourists get <laughs> they back, looked like ants. back then they looked like little ants on the ground it was so small they were able to pelt with grapes so bring your grapes uh but more importantly make sure you go to our facebook page at vancouver places and uh, tell us what you think tell us what you want to hear about next tell us your thoughts on everything that we're talking about and your unique stories about the Silvio or anywhere else in Vancouver. And as always, come back next week for another episode of Vancouver Places where, Graham, do you want to finish this one off? I can't remember how it ends. Well, how is oh, it? How many what's, what's the tag? The tag? Come the tag? back and hear more fun. Interesting. Inter stories. Places, stories and places and things in Vancouver that you must not miss. Done. And we'll wrap it? it up on that All point. Right. Yeah, Graham's got it. And we'll uh, we'll see you then.